0: Newsbreak, podcast. I mean, certainly there isn't going to be a a war. Uh, All the stories about a third world war, etc., that's not going to happen. Um, But certainly from the Iranian perspective, this is not over. Um, The Americans killing, assassinating uh, Qasem Soleimani is virtually the equivalent of of assassinating Mike Pence or or Pompeo in, in the US. Um, so by striking one American base uh, with no casualties, uh, from the Iranian perspective, you know they, they've said they, they did this in their name, uh, they've taken responsibility for it, and uh, it is over. Uh, but it's over in terms of uh, any actions that Iran might take directly. Um, in the long term, um, the Iranians will not forget this assassination, Um, In the long term, they have uh, various other strategies available to them. Um, And in the immediate term, um, Trump's speech, uh, he emphasizes that or he says that he's going to impose more sanctions on Iran. Iran at the moment has been suffering under 41 years of sanctions um, that has ravaged the economy. um, And the economy is worse than it's ever been before. and then he, uh, you know, he emphasizes that he has, uh, um, he's calling on other uh, powers that were signatories to the Iran nuclear deal uh, to withdraw from the deal. Um, that deal was, frankly, the best opportunity that the United States had to ensure that Iran doesn't develop a nuclear weapon. Um, so, from the Iranian perspective, uh, this is not over. Um, it's going to be a much longer war of attrition rather than um, 13 or 15 missiles landing in Iraq. Mr. Gina, as you said, it is not over. Iran has uh, vowed to, quote, uh, enact severe revenge, while Donald Trump warned that the U.S. would respond in a disproportionate manner, whatever that means. So with all this tension rising, what is the stance of the Afro-Middle East Center regarding what needs to be done, what can be done to quell the situation? Look, I mean, the, the, the best way forward in in terms of uh, restoring some sense of stability here um, in this region. The best way forward is for European powers, um, Russia and China, to impose on the United States to return to the nuclear deal. Um, What Iran has done is over the past year, so after, after the United States withdrew from the deal, Iran waited for a whole year. Um, waiting for particularly the Europeans to put vehicles into place that would uh, um, that would uh, kind of mitigate the the effects of uh, the U.S. withdrawal. Nothing happened, and so a year ago or less than a year ago, uh, they began a process of incrementally, um, let's say, violating um, the, the nuclear agreement. That incremental violation uh, reached its final stage uh, three or four days ago on the 1st of January when they announced that they are now uh, enriching the uranium to 20 percent. And the jump from 20 to 90 percent, which is weapons grade, is uh, a very quick jump Um, they are putting into use. Uh, faster and more efficient centrifuges, etc. So from their perspective, they've now violated all of the uh, all of the restrictions that were placed on them in terms of the nuclear deal. However, they've said that they're not going to prevent uh, IAEA inspectors from visiting the nuclear site. So basically what they're saying is that the door is still open for a return to the deal. They've not withdrawn from the deal um, as... Um, as the uh, uh, deputy foreign minister uh, said to us a couple of days ago, what Iran has done is rebalanced the deal. News break. Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.